So the right. group stage of the match day two of three, we had Finland versus Russia, where Russia mm. beat Finland 1 0. We had mm. Turkey versus Wales, where Wales beat Turkey 2 0. We yes. had Italy versus Switzerland. Italy beat them 3 0. Ukraine mm-hmm. versus North Macedonia. Ukraine beat North Macedonia by two goals to one. Belgium versus mm-hmm. Denmark. Belgium beat Denmark by two goals to one. Netherlands versus Austria. Netherlands two, Austria nil. Sweden versus Slovakia. Sweden won, Slovakia nil. Croatia and the Czech Republic drew one all. Scotland and England, as we all know, drew nil all. Hungary and France drew one all. And I think maybe the game of the tournament so far, Portugal versus Germany 4-2. And the last one, Spain and Poland won all. So mm. they're, the, they're the games that we uh, that we're set to discuss this week if we could if we kind of trip over to match day three or whatever we don't it doesn't really matter all that much but um we can we will just assess the uh what we have anyways now do we have answers for um bum, 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 bum. Do we have uh, answers for players we want to sign for the clubs that we've seen uh, yes. in the Euros? Yeah, I have yeah. one or two as well. Um, I was impressed by your man Locatelli for Italy. Oh. I think he's um, he, he looked really good anyway. And I know um, Juventus are actually pushing to secure a move for him now because uh, a lot of Premier League clubs have started uh, getting interested in him as well. Mm. And... I can't ever see him coming to United or anything like that, but no, I was I was very impressed by how he dictated the midfield and stuff. Like he looked very calm, and obviously he got the two goals against Switzerland. So very talented player, and I think Juventus will want to get him signed as quick as possible. I was just listening to a a different podcast. I don't listen to any football podcasts ever, but since we were starting this, I was like, ah, oh, you know, I may as well listen to one or two. And there's like a whole history of Italian players going to England uh, compared to like how many stay in Italy and how many travel over to England. It's so small. And I was just thinking like, oh yeah, like, because Chelsea are also interested in Locatelli as is every other big club in Europe at the moment. And I I just don't think they like going to England. I don't think Italian players enjoy England. The only reason, the only Italian player that I can name in the Premier League at the moment, because he plays for Italy is Jorginho. And the only reason he went over was because Sarri went over. And that worked well, didn't it? Because the fucker left after a year, just yeah. dropped him like a hot stone, <laughs> like a bag of shit, and left him. Uh, so that shows, like, even he was like, right, I'm not going to stay here in this shithole of a league. When re- in reality, it's actually the best league in Europe. But they just don't seem to want to go over because I think they've got, like, a history of bad transfer signings of Italians in the Premier League or whatever, or they'd get treated badly, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I thought it was quite interesting. Uh, Chris, any uh any uh signings you'd make? Any any big players um, for United? I was also gonna go I was I was also gonna go for Locatelli for um for Italy. So me and Connor are obviously very very similar minds. But um in terms of big signings, you could think of the likes of De Ligt and also Wijnaldum's on a free. I'm pretty sure he's going to Barcelona, but I love him at any club. I know he's a an ex Liverpool player now, but he's I think he scored three goals over the, the the three games he's played so far. 
Mm. Um, and also Delit was missing for the first game, but we obviously know his talent having been the next captain of Ajax. And he has come into the second game there and he's bossed the defense. I don't know if you guys are watching that game. I did watch that game. But it's just such a difference. He's such a leader. He's only 21, 22 years of age. Like it's just incredible to watch. Yeah. And I think he was he was a bit a little bit plagued with injuries for uh, for Juventus so far, but he's just so young. The talent there is incredible. I wish Man United signed him. I wish any any team in the Premier League signed him because I hope he doesn't now fade away and just get too comfortable in the Italian league. But um, definitely Delif has been. Um, I don't really I don't really watch the Italian league that often. So Neither then when I. I do get to see him play on the grand stage, it's just incredible um, to think how good he could be in a few years. He's got a good goal uh, record as well. I remember watching him for Ajax when they had that good run. Mm. Like, but like you look back at that team that Ajax had, like De Jong, De Ligt, um, Van der Beek. Uh, like, yeah. I know Blind is still there, but like again, Blind. Ziyech. Ziyech, exactly. Perisic. Yeah. The list keeps going on. Um, and a few of those players haven't lived up to it, but Delict, I think, I thought actually that Van Dyke and Delict were out of the Euros due to injury, but mm. surprisingly he came back uh, against Austria, and it, the immediate difference. I think he kind of likes being the uh, like the best defender. I feel like maybe it sounds weird, and I'm gonna kind of contradict myself here, but I feel like he enjoys the pressure of having all the responsibility on him. If you get what yeah. I mean, because Van Dyke's their captain, usually. But mm-hmm. now that he's gone, he can step up to the plate. And I was thinking during the week, there's a few of those players that they don't really do it for the club, but they're just really, they just enjoy the international pressure. And one of those players is Shakiri. Where, where has mm. Shakiri been for Liverpool? Like, where has this yeah. Shakiri been for Liverpool? How is he not getting a look in? And he starts doing that crazy shit. Now, I know we're dipping in when I say this, we're dipping into game week three because it's been a while. But the goal, the two goals that he scored against Turkey, great game, was insane. Yeah. Insane. I, I, I don't we understand. As well. Like, we were saying the past, the past few days as well. Um, that like Shakiri used to do that day in, day out. Same with like Pyatt. If you remember Pyatt, like his free kicks, or maybe Against, Coutinho uh, for Liverpool as well. Like these yeah, players Pyatt, that just yeah. whenever they get the ball, whenever they're outside the box, you know that they have potential to do that. And literally Shakiri there, his second goal, or his I was I was at the first goal, immediately just whips one in top right corner. And you're like, why hasn't he been doing that for Liverpool? Why why did Liverpool sign this guy? to just put him on the bench and bring him on for five minutes, similar to like Dan James, you know what and I mean? Oxlade Chamberlain as well. Yeah. Like it's really, yeah, as well. yeah. And we were mentioning last week. Now we got so many things wrong last week, including <laughs> it's not the FIA, it's the FAI. <laughs> Turkey are dog knew, shit. Right? They have lost every game. They're not getting out of the yeah. group. By any means, um, Martin mm. Braithwaite plays for Denmark. Martin Braithwaite plays for Denmark <laughs> and not the Netherlands. Um, <laughs> there was Again, one other. Who knows the answers to these questions? You know what I mean, it was just a mystery, and uh, you'd think we do slight uh, a little more research. Before we do we... watch football. <laughs> I swear we're yes. cool. We do watch football. Uh, th- there was one other one. I can't remember. Oh yeah, Croatia aren't dead. They're firmly yeah. out of the group in second. Who saw that coming? Who saw that coming? We didn't. Also, not, not me. Denmark. 
Denmark huge. too. Yeah. Huge. Thought they were done and dusted, but they've really they've really flamed. They were down. Well, the rabbit out of the hat and somehow finished the group in second. Fair play to them. Yeah, very good. They stomped Russia. They beat them four one on Monday. Like, stomped. Stomped them. Yeah. Uh, quick game. There are a few things we did get right. And I did say Wales uh, in my surprise package. And yeah. here they come. I said Ma- Sweden, Martin and they're also the, getting uh, out of it. Yeah. yeah. Marching into the round of sixteen. Wales playing, I think it's the, is it Italy? I'm not even too sure. They they lost to Italy in their last game, but they're out and they're set to play. I don't know. They, they, it's still yet to be decided because the third places haven't been decided yet, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty... Denmark. It's, it's close to decide. Oh, they're playing Wales, Denmark. Denmark. Wales mm. and Denmark. That's going to be a Wales, good game. Wales, package, could still go on. Yeah, that, that's a beatable the team. Tournament. You know what I mean? We should have thrown a bit of money yeah. into the pile here. I, I th- in saying that, I'd say I've spent seventy-five quid on separate pools and competitions yeah. for the Euros, yeah. and I'm not going yeah. to get a single bean out of any of them. No, no. Paddy <laughs> Power has let me down a few times now. I've been so close, but that's the thing about gambling. It's always so close. They keep you invested and rope you in. They keep you on the hook. Yes. And then they fuck you. And then oh, they well. fuck your butt. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is true. It is true. <laughs> I, I don't bet, but Connor, I've been living vicariously through your uh, accumulators every time I yeah. hear. Yeah, <laughs> how's that going? Um, <laughs> how's that going? It, 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 it went. It went. It started off mm-hmm. quite well. We put a we put a nice little three way accumulator on um some of the midweek games, and they all won. Nice. I think it, oh. uh, so. We we made sixty beans back, and I was like, oh, this this gambling cracks easy. And uh, mm. I started getting too into it and going, oh, yeah, we'll start putting on the this player to score this many shots on target kind of bets. Oh. And um, yeah, so I've just said fucking threw me last tenner on Italy to win the whole thing. So they're at six to one. So if they win, oh. I get 70 quid back. So, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not, not impossible. impossible. Yeah, no, yeah. I so, they play, they play, if they win their round of 16, they play the winner of Wales. They're playing Denmark, Austria, so, so they I'd imagine they definitely. should. Yeah, I think they have a good chance. Now they have a good chance. Uh, they've got good. They've got good team spirit. They seem to be. They yeah. seem to have good chemistry. So I think they, they can do actually... seem to have good chemistry. Yeah. So I'd say. You know, I'd say there's no reason why they couldn't go on to at least yeah. the semis. But no, it's it's not a betting podcast, but Mm-mm. it's funny how my bets have worked out on Paddy Power because it seems that it's always they throw in like two easy ones and one hard one in their features, their featured sections. So they'd say like, I don't know, Belgium to win. Belgium to have most corners, and you're like, oh, that's easy. That's gonna happen. Ten to one. Yeah, let's put it on. And then but they then throw the third one's always like six cards. You're like, oh yeah, that'll happen easy. Literally, I'll have one on. I was like, filthy two game. cards. I was like, ah, cool. Yeah, it's gonna be real filthy. You get about six or seven. No cards in the entire game between Belgium and your one. I was like, fuck. But um look, that's that that's the beauty am I gonna of betting. Stop? No. No. Yeah, am I going to stop? No, everyone works uh, doing it. Like it's usually something to do as you're watching the game. It makes a about like a Finland versus Sweden much much more entertaining. You know what I mean, I think that's like the first step to the problem. Anyways, we're not we're not here to discuss our <laughs> yes. betting problems and how much we've lost. But uh, don't come to, don't come to us for advice. Don't come to. Oh, it's, God, it's saying no. that one last thing, Danilo. If you're watching this from work, I've told him to put on three different bets and he's won 200 quid on at least one of them and oh, wow. he put a tenner down and it was for Finland like to beat 
um, Denmark in the first round uh, by one goal and there mm-hmm. for it to be only one goal to win as well. So if he's listening, give me some of that cash. Did we mention that we included a service charge? <laughs> yes. Yes. yes okay. well, she, she signed the contract when he was asleep. Hmm. And... Do you know what? This is going to take it a little part, a little out of context of football. Has anybody else been getting a load of fake calls recently? Yeah, all yes. scam calls, and they're all like for me anyway. They're all like oh eight seven numbers, and they like the next three digits are the same as my phone number, and then the last four are all random. Yeah, so it's it's really weird. I just I just blocked them all. They stopped now. I didn't get any to play, but I, the last I couple blocked, of days uh, I just had to block them. I blocked them as well. But somebody, some actual person, rang me and was like was really aggressive on the line. Again, nothing to do with football, but he was like, I was watching the match and uh, I pick up the phone. And I thought it was work. I was like, oh, shite. Like I should probably be on a call or something right now. And uh, mm. it's like, hello. I was like, hello. I was like, why did you call me? It's like, you called me. Like, who is this? And he was like, who's this? I'm like, okay, you've obviously gotten the wrong numbers. Like this number has called me three times. Your man was saying to me, I was like, what? It hasn't because I definitely didn't call you. It was like, right, fine. Hung up. So they're obviously like, you not my number, but I'd say that they change a digit or something like that because uh, there's been things where fre- it's hitting areas, I think, because the day I got hit with three cards, like two of the lads down the road got hit with three cards as well. So I think it is doing the rounds area by area. It's a bit weird, though. It's it's uh I also have one of them now to say it. I also had like some guy ring me, he was like, You rang me. I was like, Did you said I had a missed call or something from him? And I was like, uh no. And he's like, Oh, all right, well see you then. And I was like, All right, bye. Like, how yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that that was the same as me. Um yeah. strange. Anyway, strange. There's nothing to do with uh football, but anyways. Uh nothing to do with the football. Having having seen what we've seen so far, any other surprise package coming into the round of 16 or getting out of the group that we think is mm. going to do it. Mm. As, Connor, as Connor says, Italy now are looking strong, but I think Italy in some many people's books, Italy and Germany somehow have emerged as the favourites on a lot of people's uh, minds. And I think mm. Portugal and France have sort of disappeared the second tier. I'm not too sure what's going to happen in the next game, Portugal against France. I suppose that'll be the decider. But yeah. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? I think uh, I think Diaz is being found out. I think he's mm. not the talent that he has been portrayed to be in the Premier League because I tell you something, great fucking finish off of him when that that Olsen or Golson or Goulson cross went in, he put a the ball in his own net. And I thought it was Havertz, who I kept kept strong <laughs> as my young player of the year. And in saying that he did yeah. score a goal. And he's been pretty. He had a good game. Yeah. He had a really good game. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with. Uh, I'm gonna stick with him. I'm gonna say he's gonna be the young player of the tournament. Keep it going. Uh, France look beatable after a draw with Hungary. That's actually embarrassing. Yeah, yeah I think we were all saying like full of confidence in the first episode. Like France, just we expected them to just cruise through the group and not really even even with the likes of Portugal and Germany, mm. not have any issues, but struggling to beat little minnows like Hungary. Not even beating them in the end, just getting a one-one draw. No, it, it it leaves a lot to be desired. Anyway, a lot of questions to be asked about whether they can actually go on and win the whole thing. But I don't know. It might have just been a little bump in the road. They've got Portugal today at eight o'clock as we're recording this, which will be an absolute barn burner. Hmm. So I'm, yeah. looking some of these, I'm looking forward to the games this evening because I think we'll find out 
who England play in the uh, the round of sixteen because <laughs> that'll be funny because I think oh, they're they're gonna yeah. play the they're gonna play the runner up of that group of deaths. So it could be Portugal, could be Germany, could be France. Who it knows? Could be Hungary. <laughs> could be Hungary, yes. No, 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 it couldn't. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, but uh, oh no. See, anyway, the thing is with that group, oh, no. though. The thing is with that group. Hungary have held Portugal until like the eighty-second minute, and then they scored the three goals. Hungary held, yeah. scored first against France, and then held them one all. So mm. who knows against Germany? Germany like to like to have a lot of possession, wear teams out. But Hungary, I don't think they are a team you could wear out because they won't be fucking trying to get too many goals against you either way. You know what I mean? It's that it's that squad depth that seems to be really killing them because like for France you can take anybody off and replace them with a big name same with Portugal and Germany but with Hungary you kind of take off a decently well-known player and then you stick on a essentially a nobody so I think that's really what kills them in the last 15-20 minutes of a game but I I yeah. like them I, I like the keep I tell you something the keepers have been phenomenal this uh this competition I think the, I can't, I have no idea what his name is off the top of the head, but Chris, you were saying it until you jinxed him. The Finland keeper has been really good. And oh, I know he, he can see a few, but like he's actually been really good. And so has the Hungarian keeper who plays for Leipzig and the Finnish yeah. keeper plays for uh, Mönchengladbach, I think, or whatever, yeah. whatever Havertz's team was. Did he come from but the Finnish yeah, keeper's name here? Part, but he plays for or Leverkusen. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but he was unbelievable against. Uh, who were they playing? They're playing. Was it Belgium and Finland? Belgium. Yeah, yeah. they still lost two 0 but still, that's Belgium that's beat that. everybody else. I think by that or even more. Um. So yeah, you kind of forget about Belgium as well. And sorry, before I start going on a tangent about Belgium, it's not coming home. It, because we just said England are have to play that. Did you, anybody see the Paddy Power quote when he was bringing on Sancho for the? What did he say? It was like the caption was like he puts puts the arm around Sancho. It's like now listen here, son. Enjoy that last ten minutes because I won't be giving you a fucking second in the <laughs> knockout rounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you, you see? Do? That's the thing. That's the thing about football. I was actually thinking about this recently for the Euros. Like, say England. Do you know the way England were? If they won that game, grand, they go top of the group. But during the commentary, they said that if England drew that game, they would have went to Third? Um, second place. Oh, and Czech Republic would have gone on to five points and won the group. Mm-hmm. But then England would have went on to win it because they beat Croatia and Croatia were also on four points at one goal difference. I wonder, imagine like at a 92nd minute, having known that England, if they win the group, they play France, Portugal, or Germany, or if they come second, they play, I don't know, someone second tier, third, mm-hmm. third uh, place in the other group. Imagine like you, you're, let's say, Harry Maguire and you're in the 92nd minute. You just nail one into your own net. You, you just nail it into the own net. Like, <laughs> well, what would happen? What would be in the news? Like, what, Would people respect or would they go, that's not football? You know what I mean? Because if it's putting your team at an advantage, it's truly not favourable, no? Oh, I, could see, I could see Gary Neville and Roy Keane debating this. I think you get a lot of stick yeah. for killing the game, I suppose. But... 
Well, I think it's a tactical master class, if you ask it's yourself. It's a tactical master class. Tactical master class. It genuinely does make sense in my head, but like maybe you're not, you're, it's not on the rules that you can't just no, lash it into your own net. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, would you get beaten up on the streets for going to play against Sweden rather than France? Pro- no. I don't know. You know what I mean? The, like the English fans, like they just can't help themselves. I always think that the English, like the English are like, that kid that was never allowed to have fizzy drinks at his own gaff. So they're fine mm. when they're in England. But then when they go to somebody else's house, a la somebody else's country, and they have a taste of the fizzy drink, they go fucking nuts. They go fucking mm. mental on their holidays or doing whatever. And like we saw that they don't even like their own team. Like they're booing their own team when they drew to Scotland. Now, you know, yeah. honest, that is pretty embarrassing. But like, France uh, drew with Hungary and the French aren't booing their team off. At least I don't think they were. Like it's, They were yeah. playing in Hungary, so it would have been hard to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, again, it's kind of weird with Hungary that they just don't believe in COVID, so they're like, hey, full stadium. Yeah, they, don't a, they, don't, they don't believe in a lot of things <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's the end of that story. Uh, that's the Ooh, politics for that episode. Oh. I mentioned this last week. We're, we're, we're leaving the politics aside. Or the politics and the gambling. <laughs> and the yeah. gambling. Yeah. How many gambling people can too. we annoy? Uh, I know. It's, it's good to see, I suppose, a few fans <laughs> in the stadium. What? It is, and it's certainly something that you, you forgot about during the whole. Pre- it's sort of, in a many ways, it's very funny how the Premier League had a whole season, not a single fan in sight, and then suddenly, like literally, not even three weeks after the two weeks after the Premier League stopped, boom, full stadium in Hungary. Here yeah. we go. Yeah, well, that yeah. that's been them all year. They've just been having one big old non-stop party. Oh, I'm running out of time. Apparently, we've got oh, ten minutes, folks. Of- We've got 10 minutes. Oh, God. But that's Top fine. Top up the meeting room. Top up the meeting room. Listen, we said that <laughs> we said that it would be uh, tight anyways, but we'll we'll talk about something uh, something a little lighter. Who do we think is going to be in the final? Not win it, just two teams that will be in the final. Ooh. Italy and Germany. I was also going to say Italy and Germany. The bookies' favourite. Eight to four, Italy, Germany. Chris is currently uh, betting on virtual horses right now on the Paddy Power. I've taken any type of uh, any type of an insight, and I've put put twenty euro now on Italy, Germany. Now I was going to say, I think France. If France do the dirty tonight, I think that France. I said originally France, Portugal in the final because I thought Portugal would do better than last the Germany. So now they're like, oh Jesus. I yeah. think France and Italy. France, Italy. France, Italy. If that's possible. I don't even know. They're on different sides of the, the, the round of 16. So I think France beat England. And if France top the group, they beat England. They will, uh, or something second, I'm not too sure. And they'll uh, kind of tough to go on to win it. Figure out who's playing who. Um, All third places are a bit, a bit tricky. So you don't know who have three, po- three points is enough yet. Yeah, I just realised that I didn't say uh, who I would sign for my for Chelsea if if possible. Uh, I'm gonna mm. sign fucking Denmark Christensen. Where has this Christensen been hiding for it's fucking true. Chelsea all this year? Just true. just sits there on the bench. It's like, oh yeah, I'm happy to get my couple hundred grand a week. Then goes off to Denmark and puts an absolute 
piss missile past the Russians. What like where has this guy been all this time? I yeah. I I'd like to sign him, and I'd also like to sign. Hmm, I feel like I feel like I need a, a midfielder to replace Jorginho when he when the wheels fall off of him. Mm. <laughs> Luka Modric in a wheelchair. Luka Modric. He's still yeah. got it, baby. He's still got he it. Again He's still night. got it. Uh, I rescind all Modric. comments saying that they're an aging group, which they definitely and are. A, but uh, but an absolute pearl or Baz Marshall. Oh, stop. Poor David Marshall. Poor David Marshall. The whipping boy of the group. <laughs> Poor David Marshall. Uh yeah, Modric isn't a bad call, but I, if he leaves Barcelona, I would really enjoy Dion going to us. Uh, just a straight up Dion, yeah. big Frankie, big Frankie. Uh, I'd love him Very to go, true. but uh, listen, you could have anybody. You could have Lukaku up there, you know, to replace whoever. But uh, it, it's good. I don't to, know. I don't. I don't know. We need to score a few more goals that know. Chelsea team. But listen, all right. Well, I think we, uh, I think we talked absolute shite for around twenty minutes with numerous technical difficulties. Cameras not working, laptops be laptops being missing. Uh, missing sound, sound work or sound uh, equipment not really performing at the start. Uh, Zoom Zoom kicking us off uh, at five in five minutes. But I think we had a really <laughs> good time. I think I really I've been really enjoying this podcast. I've been looking forward to it each uh, each and every week. Are we good for uh, next Wednesday? And we'll see them all again. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. All our viewers at home. It's a yeah. uh, it's knockout stage, baby. Round of sixteen oh, because yeah. we pretty much just covered match day three as well. Well, we'll talk about the remaining games, which is Sweden, Poland, Slovakia, Spain, Portugal, France, and Germany, Hungary. Mm. Um, we'll we'll all. We'll have a little chat about that when the time comes, but I can't wait for the round of 16 now to see who plays who. So just love uh, football. I just love football. I just love it. I uh, love football, me. I love football, me. So uh, until next time, thanks very much. Ciao, ciao. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.